Hey guys, Morgan from the Adam Sandbox here. I'm just uh, putting my little uh, PSA at the start of this week's episode because um, in editing I've discovered that during this week's episode the mic had some weird clipping or cutting it cut in and out a little bit as so our parts of this part of the podcast where our conversations are a bit studded. So basically you can sort of follow the conversation and it's only for bits throughout the podcast. So understandably if you want to give it a miss because you think find it too hard to listen to or whatever. That we understand that. Um but yeah, uh, have a listen. It's still a good episode. We're watching Click. Um, yeah, once again, apologies. We have recently upgraded our mic setup. So this is the older mic. So this will really won't happen anymore. But we know we pre-record and this is just issues that arise. But once again, sorry. Uh, hope you enjoy the episode where we watch Click. Thanks, guys. Hello, Sand friends, and welcome to the Adam Sandbox, your favourite podcast about Adam Sandler. Hello, Adam. Very... Big category. Hello, San Friends, and welcome to San Francisco. Shut up. We're in the middle of a desert here. It is a hot one. It is not as it's hot, a hot as Today is the nicest. It is yes. pretty good. Hey, so uh, my name is Luke. Uh, I Hi, am, Luke. I'm a, I work in the Beyond section of Bed Bath & Beyond. Oh, shit. I forgot about this. Oh, by the way, guys, we watched Click this week. We watched Click. Yeah. I mean, I, you'll know because you saw the title of the episode, but I, I feel like of, we should say it. I thought of who I am. I'm the typographer that works for Pet for the Beyond section, who makes some interesting choices. Did you notice how stretched yeah. all those words are? It was like when you go into the fonts on, like, PowerPoint, yeah, and it's yeah. got those weird, like, well, you can You mean, like, when out, you change you can... the aspect ratio on David Hasselhoff? That was kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like Beyond had just been stretched out, but then the bit where he gets the uh, the remote from, it's really new stuff, and it's like it had just been stretched either side. I was like, oh, what is going on here? It's I almost don't... like some kind of mystical section of a store that doesn't... Uh, it's almost as if it's beyond the rules it's, of type of It's war. almost as if it's a dream sequence, but also it's not... Yeah, so this whole movie, yeah. he basically, there's a, there's a pretty clear cut that when you know what to look for, he lies down on a bed, the camera angle cuts, he rolls over, he sees beyond. That's the point where he fell asleep, because towards oh. the very end of the movie, after the whole thing plays I out... I didn't even connect that it could be a dream sequence. Had you not seen this before? I had seen it before, but I never connected that, because at the end it also just... Yeah, no, that's the thing. So the whole movie, it then goes, oh, you realise, oh, it was all a dream, which is massively a cop-out, except for the fact that... It oh, would, it is, would it, be a... is it, is it... It would be a cop-out... Uh, uh, is, 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 is it a Jacob Ladder scenario? Not exactly. Uh, <laughs> similar. Uh, but it would be... Usually that's kind of a cop-out thing that seems like really hack. But in this case, I think it feels less so because it's less of a, oh, no stakes, and more of a Christmas Carol kind of thing where he sees... He learns. It's the ghost of Christmas future, basically. Also, this movie is would just be a fucking major bummer if that didn't happen. No, yeah, exactly. No, I actually thought it's like... Imagine if this movie ends at a scene in the rain, he dies in the rain... Roll credits. That's a very different yeah, movie. Yeah, I was thinking that's a very, very different movie. Yeah. He dies in the rain in this movie, it's by the way. It's not something I think Adam Sandler ever has the uh, has the artistic integrity to pull the trigger on. I think... Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, but it's also... But then, yeah, it's like, oh, it's a dream sequence. But then I forgot about the fact that then at the very end of this movie, the remote's just in it, and so is Mort. I never... I, honestly, I, you make, a, you make a good point no, about how, a note from him. how yeah, confusing the rules of what is real and what isn't in yeah. this movie is. I never thought about it. I was just like, this is what this movie's about. Hey, here's another little tidbit for you. Did you guys pick up on the fact that mort is the French word for death? Yes. Okay. I absolutely did. I wrote down one of my first notes was just Morty, because Mort, because death. I didn't. How about you, Chris? But I already knew he was the angel. Oh, yeah, guys, Chris isn't here. (laughs) Chris is off fucking doing who knows what. Chris is off fucking. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not, though. He's in a committed relationship. Yes. And I know you're... Chris is off. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, we've just muted him. He's here. Yeah, he's here, and he's smiling. He really wants to we continue just, to figure just out his We turned him off. He's yeah. a robot. Um, we turned his volume down like the dog wait, in Click. So we got ourselves a clicker. We had all seen this before, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I, white, I, white, I, I didn't remember bits of it, but I'd seen most did of it. Did you remember that Christopher Walken was the Angel of Death? I definitely no. did. Yes, yeah, that's why you pick up. I don't think I even picked up, because I only half watched it when I originally watched it. I don't think I even picked up. Do you know what I Well, did. it's interesting watching it as it goes through, because first of all, can I just say, the way that he finds out... Okay, so he's watching his TV, he's just got his, his new, brand new, spray spanking new... Shit out of the O'Doyles. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing that we'll we get, can... We'll get back to that, but... but so he paused his wife... Played by the stunning Kate Beckinsale. Oh my god, she was oh, so she distractingly was... attractive. Even even with passes and they're way older, everyone else and like everyone else looks fucked. She always. Oh, looks they do. Amazing. They do fantastic makeup. We should we should say because we may come back to this at some point. But the makeup because there's a lot of old makeup in this. It's done by a very famous uh, makeup artist. His name's uh, Rick. It is strange. Well, I can't decide whether it was either in Kate Beckinsale's contract that she could never be made to look. At no, it. I no, I think it's just genuinely. It's really hard. Shit, that old makeup looked like with a silk spectre in um, Watchmen. Well, she was pretty. Vaguely. Like, why don't you just use kind of... Yeah, your body's got to die. Why don't you use body, a weird CGI fat guy? Your body's got to... If you want to make someone look like a genuinely gross old, your body has got to start to fall apart. Mm, well, well he's doing that sort of... I mean, they pulled, I, I, pulled his balls down to like his, but his I'm, knees. I'm, yeah, that was attractive, very pretty looking women. Are you saying that Johnny Knoxville is not an attractive looking woman? That's almost exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm glad to clear that up. Yeah, so that when he first discovers that he thinks she's just like making the face at him, he doesn't. He doesn't realize that he's got this remote that can control the world. Now is he turns down the volume on his dog? Now here's the thing. I, I, I saw that coming. So I, yes, I was but, like, why? Why would he think that was? Yeah. Why would he think that could work? That's the thing. It's like it's convenient for the. Was movie. he just he was so like frustrated? Was like, like, I, yeah. Just it seemed very much like surely like the fact that they had already done it, but he hadn't noticed. Surely there's a more organic way to make yeah. him notice like, it just felt weird I have a lot to say Got about forced. the way that he chooses to use the remote in this movie because I think it's very different to the way that I would choose oh yes for example uh, if Kate Beckinsale asked me to give her a massage um, I'm not going to skip it I certainly would not be skipping that I'd be like be getting my hands all up in I'd there. pause it and I'd be like why is Kate Beckinsale here See, why is she in my bedroom he, he had that 10 years ago he's, he's I suppose sick, he is sick to death of Kate Beckinsale not possible. I, yeah, I, I can't. I can't. I Genuinely, just, I, I, I'm sorry. I just can't relate. I, to that. I can't understand enough when I say that she is she is distractingly attractive. Like every scene that she's, she's in, I wanted to just look at her and be like, "Fuck." She and, and that's the thing. A you character, look at her and fuck? a character in this film, Chris Walken's character, goes out of his way to say pretty much exactly what you're thinking yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. He also I'm, tells the dog that he did a good job fucking that duck, which man, is weird. Man, Christopher Walken, more like Christopher Horny. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Horn Dog. Um, yeah, so, anyway, he, yeah, but, okay, so the, the premise of this movie is, yeah, he, he goes to get a universal remote, and he can use it to uh, control, control the universe. Control the universe, it is, it is a universe which is remote. convenient for him, because uh, he's always working, prioritises his work over his family, so, like, this would theoretically give him the opportunity to, to have it both ways, I guess. Instead, what he ends up doing is using the remote... First of all, to skip things he doesn't feel like doing, like dinner with his parents well, basically, and family. Yeah, they make a line later on. They say a line later on with like you eat on autopilot way before all this. Like, yeah, he's yes. already kind of on autopilot. So rather than trying to use the remote to control his work life and then make his family life make better, family, he yeah. pushes it way would, back. Yeah. I would have just been like, I was like, oh, does he do a thing like? that's what I would do I'd, I'd have dinner with my favorite and then pause and yeah. just do a bunch of work well, and yeah. unpause that, exactly, that's exactly it but the thing is like this way I don't, like I don't sympathize stuff. that much with him is that yeah he just uses the remote wrong like it's crazy oh. how he uses well, it like, also... like he doesn't try to get, gain his family life back at all he just tries to make his entire life easy he just pushes through everything he never pauses 
Now I've thought about this a lot with he regards. Does sometimes but the ability to pause. Every time he pauses, he beats someone. It's up, exactly basically. what I would do. I would just pause and use that moment of nothing to get things done. Like I wouldn't skip things because I don't want to miss. Yeah, things. I don't want to miss stuff. Well, I don't want to miss things. The th- the problem with that though, and I've thought about this a lot. The one thought does fuck me up when I think about how quickly you would age if you did that. Because what are well, the? No, well, that's, 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 that's not thing. clear. There's a lot of there's a lot of the stuff with this route. It's not that's that's a, that's a story in clock stoppers, I think, right? Like the that that I the class the classic nineties movie clock stoppers with that You remember it way more than I do, apparently. Um, that's the one where like no, the guys they got the dome and he's moving really the fast. Rules the, of, the rules of this remote are not entirely clear because there's one point where he fast forwards it and it makes him go in fast motion too. Sometimes, depending on what he's like, it makes the whole world go fast and it's just him. Well, it's, he it's, can mute things or change the language, and obviously he's the it, only one that doesn't. Can I hang on? Hang on. That doesn't perceive that it's like you know he's the only one that doesn't perceive. Everyone else understands it in that yeah. language or still hears it. Um, there's points where like he there's a few there's quite a few things where and also the fact that every time that he has a rather drastic skip forward. He has no memory of what happened, which doesn't really make sense. And also, like when he goes back, in, when he reviews things, his he's, consciousness he's, went he's there, but like he's also watching it. It's just, it's not entirely clear how it works. Well, it is kind of a classic. Uh, dub- it's a double-edged sword kind of gift where it sounds fantastic, but it just has a ton of negatives that are never mm. explained. But I think it's also, you. it's just, it's quite inconsistent. Um, it's a little inconsistent, but. I did, like the way that he controls. It's fine because it lear- it learns from him though. Like it, it's a thing. Yes. He says early on. Mort says to him, "You just you think about the time you want to go to." It has some kind of link to him and his yes. thought processes. Yeah. Well, so, as evidence when he tries to throw it away. Yeah. As well, so any of it. the times where it seems weird about what it controls, it's just that it is very intuitive because it's like full on magic. Yes. The one. Yeah. And, and I think the fact that it doesn't work well. And it learns, remember, it learns from him what he skips and skips those things all the time. It's super like it's like gift of the magi as where it's like here's this thing that sounds seems miraculous. And like, but it just has all these negatives that you can't perceive yeah, yet, and, and you've kind of fucked yourself up with it. And because of the way he uses it early on, it then starts skipping uh, anytime he has an argument with his wife, uh, anytime he showers, anytime he's sick, which has serious implications later, uh, anytime he uh, has the possibility of getting promotion, it skips to when he gets that promotion. Well, I like, I think the, f- the thing was like, he's like, oh, I'm, I, need, I just need to skip a couple of months to my next promotion. And he doesn't say, I would like to go for it. He goes, Skip Take me to my next promotion. It's like, she's oh, like it's like over a year. Yeah, it's yeah. like wow. Yeah. Which a... realistically, you should have seen coming because his boss is a piece of shit. He's, yeah, the half is a shit. He's a real piece of shit. Yeah, I don't feel. He that. gets a surprisingly happy ending. I didn't. Did he beef stews his boss. I was, was going to say. Oh, he like, pauses yeah. time and beef stews his he boss. Slaps... Did you put shit in my lunch. He slaps. <laughs> the... Why would that be your go-to? He slaps the shit out of his face and he fights in his face and he accuses Sophie Monk of putting shit in his lunch. He's really mean to Sean Astin though. Sean Astin. Also, Bill Hurley. That's yeah. yeah. Is that his name? Is that his last well, name? Well, yeah. Hurley. It's Hurley. Bill Hurley. Also, what's his name? Hurley. He was in this yes, movie. Yes, he, he was. He was a doctor. He was a doctor. Mm. Didn't have his fingers over any other part of this movie gladly, which is like this is a good movie, and it starts to allude to the fact that I feel it like it does have a little bit of weird gay stuff and like. But he didn't write the script. Also, he didn't, he didn't that, direct uh, it. I don't think he was even a producer. There's some points where he's like, "Oh, what do you want me to do? You want me to pay for you? Want me to take off my shirt?" Because I'm not into that. It's like that's a weird thing. In to fact, jump to. The, the the guy that directed this movie, do you know the other Adam Sandler movie that he directed before this? No. Wedding Singer. Oh, Wedding cool. Singer, yeah. He's actually like a free, frequent collaborator. Frank who is good. He's also in this movie as a nurse. Hey, speaking of frequent collaborators, is he the one that gets jabbed? Like, might be. Oh, the know. one where in in the in the it's twenty twenty five ish, I think, and uh, he has plastic hair. I think like blue plastic hair for some reason. It might Who, be. What? This movie's got the, a lot. This the movie's got... Towards the very end, where he's in the hospital bed, when he gets out uh, and goes outside and dies, 
Uh, the nurse that's like the, it's a full body suit. It. It's like the medical, but it looks like thing. it's it's like it's like shaped like weird stylized blue hair. Is it? I thought it was like no, 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 I didn't notice that Emmett commented on it. It looks very odd. Yeah. yeah, it's very strange. Hey, no, but can we just speaking of frequent collaborators? Yeah. Uh, towards the beginning of the film, oh, uh, let, let's play a little game called what. Ethnicity is Rob Schneider playing you? It was this I, one. I was like, this I is definitely know. Rob Schneider, but I couldn't find him. It's a fake name. It's, it's uncredited. Oh, it's, Prince Habibu. Yeah, I, I don't know. Absolutely what, him. I don't know what race he is because he's just generally Middle Eastern. Uh, I don't. I, don't, I mean, he's Arabic. He's Arabic. Yeah, he's Arabic. yeah. Um, but it's you he's know, not. He's not. No, Rob. He's not. Rob, you're not Arabic. You can't be. Stop it. That's all I write down when these things happen anymore. I'm just, hey, Rob. So there's cool. that one. No, we don't. And like I thought this was a bit interesting. Mm-hmm. We don't have a man in woman's clothing, but they did have a woman in man's clothing because a year after his promotion. Uh, are you about to be really transphobic right now? Alice because that's Alan. just a man. That's a man, Morgan. That's uh, a man. In the world, in, in like that's a that's a woman actress dressed as a man. Okay, but you know, in uh, like that movie where Eddie Redmayne, the Danish girl, was a Danish girl, I think. He's the yep. Danish girl. Uh, he became a she, and even though the actor is a male, the character's female. You know that movie where that, uh, this lead singer from 30 Seconds to Mars, that, that was a man dressed as a woman? Was that guy? Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club, yeah, but was he... Was he... By 30 Seconds to Mars, do you mean Jared, Jared Leto? Leto? Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's famous... Way, way better known as an way actor Way more famous than as an actor. 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna uh, let that go. Uh, I, I don't you know about you guys, but... Done small I don't give a shit. Roles. Are you kidding me right now? He's in... You mean Oscar-winning actor Jared Leto? From, like, American Psycho and all that bunch of other uh, stuff. Who won an Oscar for the very movie you are talking about. Uh, I think he just does small roles, and he had he had that one breakaway and still was that was squad, he? and he wasn't that but great. Was, I, I'm trying to... I have seen Dallas Buyers Club, but I can't remember. I was he... Seen him. Pretty sure he was, was he trans in that? I don't remember. Was he trans or was he... I, I honestly can't remember. I think Pretty he was. Sure was I haven't seen it, but I think I've heard that he was. But yeah, no, no that... That, like, only halfway counts anyway. This movie doesn't have that part. Also, of- there are a lot more things you can say about Rachel Dratch in this movie than at one point she becomes a man. Yeah. Oh, uh, guys, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> no, you do have to ask, because we'll have to stop recording yeah. the podcast briefly. So, Don't you act like that's the same, Morgan? Yeah, that's not the same. It's not the same. We control you. Are you going to go become a man now, Morgan, like you've always wanted to be? Yeah, Rachel Dratch, her character... I'm change my name to... Morgan. Her, char- <laughs> her, her character. Morgan. Change your name to Morgan. Speaking of those two things, like back to back, is yeah, her yes. character and also Prince Habibu is like they are. They're like the two parts that it feels like that mustn't be like weird comic relief. Like, like that, it feels weird in the comic. It must have been. It must have been Adam Stamper or maybe like Hurley. Like he did have a little bit. It's like because it doesn't feel consistent with. Like it really does feel weird. Like it doesn't feel like the guy that made this movie, Wedding Singer, would have wanted to have that in this movie. It's, it's it's very strange. I feel like there was you can definitely tell the bits. So it's like, oh, this is from uh, Frank, wedding singer as, and this is Adam doing his. Well, thing. it has characters that are well fleshed out, like his family, like the the things that later on are sad and mean because yeah. you like his family. Like, I mean, it's well. Literally, cast. it could be the first time you see Henry Winkler as his dad, and I still would have cried because Henry Winkler is phenomenal. I love, and Henry that Winkler. scene is fucking heartbreaking. Oh, the one with, with the the scene oh. where at the last time he sees his dad before yeah, he dies, was... and he's just being a complete asshole to well, that. Oh, like, and, and he leaves crying. I mean, like, it, oh it, it does. And he keeps watching him say, "I yeah, love you." Oh, fuck it like three times. I was like, Jeez. I mean, it might help the fact that like Henry Winkler is fantastic at playing a character that is pathetic in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a scene in a way that you really sympathise with him. That scene was like, okay, here's the thing. That whole scene should, I think, arguably, given the type of movie it is and everything, that scene should feel really heavy-handed. Like it should feel like it's trying to force you. And it just doesn't. No, it feels genuine. Mm. It's well acted. Like we know Adam Sandler can act. We've covered it at this point. Like we're at this point in his career, we've we've seen every movie up to this. We know that he's actually a pretty good actor. 
and that like those scenes where he like when he first when his son tells him that you know oh he died and he did, like he's you believe it like it's despite the fact that it should feel kind of forced it just doesn't yeah no this movie is it feels pretty, very genuine and well that's the other thing like it doesn't it like the Adam Sandler movies are always better than the Rob Schneider movies to watch it doesn't step on the sentiment nearly as much it has some weird stuff in it but it yeah, doesn't it I doesn't, think it's I think this movie like as opposed to like obviously we've just watched recently watched the Benchwarmers where I complained that I felt the ending it didn't deserve to have the heartfelt ending it was trying to have no. this movie deserves to have yeah. like it does a very good job of uh, of like showing a, a flawed person who I think it doesn't like it's you know he's got issues uh, and he's trying to resolve them like I think it's like you feel bad for it you understand yeah. a lot of the other movies the problem I usually have is that it, they, they, they're like they try to fill in those weird um, culminating points and it's like they roughly know how a movie is made but they don't earn it this movie has a nice build-up, and it actually does... It starts to build tension in a really yeah. good way. Like, the way where it has, um, kind of ramping up the things that he misses, like, he slowly starts to... It starts to get away his from him. His life basically way. starts to get out of his... Like, he starts to, like, just lose... Like, it starts to spiral out. It like, doesn't just, say, like, Grandma's Boy, just have the climax of the movie happen at the end like an afterthought. <laughs> he... He also... I feel like... Okay, because I don't... I, it's, it's not like... He's still... None of the characters are, like, the most well-rounded characters. Like, they're, they're still pretty two-dimensional but the, the the things that count the things that you need to to understand and to feel about them works well work yeah. well I think like, I think they do a very good job of, of giving it they give it sufficient emotional weight to pay off with the family it does help yeah they got Henry Winkler who feels like everybody's dad and, oh, those... then, and then his mum is Marge Simpson yes. who also <laughs> feels like everybody's mum those very Jewish. Those, those, <laughs> Very Jewish. Those yeah. kids before they... The first, the first, oh, they're they're adorable. They're terrible actors, though. But they're really they also bad give, they give the kids good stuff. Like, the kids... Start, the, kids are, the kids are never... Uh, the, there's no joke directed at them ever. They're just, like, there as a nice presence where it's like, why aren't you spending more time with them? Yeah. They have that stuff where he's, like, he's brushing them off and, like, and they're just getting hurt and it's just like, this is a terrible situation that yeah. these, ki- these children are in. And then there's even the stuff where, like, he's just, like, kind of brushing them off and going to work and then they're really excited to, like do those drawings for him yeah, and, like and they're, just and they're really sweet it. kids and like you actually feel awful when he's fucking that up yeah you know who I don't feel bad for every time he gets shit fucked up though that fucking O'Doyle kid that kid's a dickhead no there was there was one moment where he's standing in his window stroking his okay, like yeah. his, his tape, d- tape the robot dog was too job. far he straight that, up destroyed that expensive room. toy it was unnecessary it was way too much no but it was fine when he makes a baseball hit him in the face it was fine yeah, and when he implied that he was smoking a cigar yeah I, I think I, okay, that kid's a dickhead, but I think it's one of those things where you have in a movie where like a character's kind of an asshole, and you like to see them get their comeuppance. But in this, it wasn't really that. It was this kid's kind of a dick, but then Adam Sandler's character just constantly like, like shitting on him. Is a dick? Is a dick? It doesn't build up to some but retribution. Adam's He's just constantly shitting on him. Seems to be pretty decent friends with him. He doesn't. Yeah. He was he's at, at the dinner. dinner. With the family dinner. He was at the family yeah. dinner. He's it's just made... like one of those kids. <laughs> He's a millhouse. Yeah. <laughs> It's just one of those. Guys, is this just a weird episode of The Simpsons? <laughs> Very weird episode. This wait, this is an episode. Doesn't this happen to Homer? He does like a like a he goes probably out, at this point. Like, I think yeah. just about everything's happened in The Simpsons. This is a weird episode of The Simpsons. There's an episode of South Park about the fact that Simpsons into Jonah Hill at one point. <laughs> oh yeah, so his kid like also it's the whole thing where like oh his kid is eating a bunch of food and then yeah what the first time skip the first significant time skip. Which skips ahead to the crazy future of 2017. <laughs> which, by the way, when this episode's being released, it is 2017. We're, we're, we're not. We're only hours away from it at this point. Yeah. 
It's it's extremely like it's very futuristic. Uh, oh, it's it's funny. It was funny watching this with Emmett because I know that Emmett loves it, and I also find, always find it interesting like near near future yes. stuff. This movie like doesn't. It's never in the forefront, but it does some really crazy stuff with like it even goes as far like when they're in that hospital, the exit sign is like the '90s idea of what futuristic tech. Texas Which is like. weird because this movie was made in like 2006. Yeah, it's very, like it really does go. It's like they got a very, very overzealous set designer. It's like yeah, they they hired like a good set designer, a good like makeup artist, but they're like they almost went too much. I think part of that is the kind of movie that is like a kind of family style movie. It's like they are it, they it, it always is a bit like that. This like, feels like you want you want to know. Hey, time has passed. How are you going to get some idiot audience member to understand that time has passed? Make it look. Real futuristic. Yeah, this this t- this movie feels like the vibe we are going to get with bedroom uh, bedtime stories, where it feels like a yeah. But it's like as opposed to when you compare it to something like, and I mean this is a kind of extreme example given the plot of the actual movie, but like Interstellar, mm. despite being quite like quite futuristic, when you see the scenes that aren't in space, it's very understated. Mm. Yeah, it's like yeah, because that's a very different kind of movie. Yeah, because things don't happen all at once. Yes, um, but oh okay, so this oh, man also that old kid, but he's with that robot on by the way. He's, it's way better than your stupid human dog. Is that how you would describe a regular <laughs> That's dog? That's how a kid would describe That's To be fair. A human dog. To, oh, I, I just thought what you meant. I thought you were talking... Yeah, no, that's crazy. Yeah. They're not human dogs. That's a very different thing. Like all the... You know, the like, dogs... Well, yeah, you know, there's human dogs. He's not a human. He's there's, an alien. There's human dogs. There's dog dogs. We know there's cat dogs. <laughs> yeah, Lone in the World was... There's only one of them. Lone in the World was a little cat dog. Yeah. Guys, what was, with, what was with the mouse and cat dog? Ah, uh, the mouse? I don't yeah, know. the little wisecracking mouse that lived with them. I don't, was remember, always like, I don't remember much about you cat dog. You don't remember dog. cat dog? Man, I, I remember it was a thing. Hey, audience members who remember cat dog better than these guys, uh, so presumably are uh, older, uh, what was the deal with that wisecracking mouse? Cat, Hit me up. Was cat dog dystopian future? Because there was not a lot of characters in that show. I mean, it's SpongeBob is arguing. Because they were like, like they were like alone in the world with a little cat. It's like, there was I think it was. Oh, there are, there are. I it's think just, it was It's just there's only one cat dog. Okay. Do he lived in like a field? They lived in like a field in the middle of nowhere, right? They lived in like a weird circle house in the middle of like a dam. There were other people in it. No, you're thinking the Angry Beavers. So it was similar to Angry Beavers. I do get this mixed. They they, they have a similar dynamic. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, there's like a solid five minute scene where he's just sitting in a car, changing the color of his skin and doing some impressions and stuff. Yes, it's. Uh, that is a right after a scene that made me very angry. How dare you mute the dulcet, angelic tones <laughs> of Terry, Terry Crews. Oh, yeah. That, that I made a specific note where I was like, if I stopped at a stoplight and, and I look over and Terry Crews is singing me, it's like, that that's one of the best things that ever happened was, to me. I would drive too, next to him for as long as possible. That was way too similar to, to White Girls to not White Where did White Chicks come out? Was this before or after White Chicks? It's just delightful. It's delightful. Also, he's all over these movies right now after Longest Yard. He's like... He is. Yeah, man. And I love it, because Terry Crews is the best. Yeah. But but speaking of, like, yeah, the bit where he changes... White Chicks was 2004. Yeah. The way he changes, I guess it was then. The way he changes his skin and stuff, it's like, um, he's quite... I'm like, really glad they didn't go in a particular direction with that that they could have gone. With a yellow one, he... Oh, got jaundice. He doesn't do anything else that he could have done with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean... Okay. He's very playful in this movie in a way that he hasn't been, I think, for quite a few movies. Like, he does more stuff where it's just Adam on his own, right? We... Adam on his own. But yeah, he is way more, like, uh, playful, whereas I feel like in the other ones, it's starting to get to a point where he's, like, he plays jaded characters a lot, and he's sort of playing off other people. Yeah. There's a lot more stuff, it feels like, where he's... It, it, it feels like something he would have done earlier on. Like, it'd be interesting, like, I'd be very interested in knowing what... I mean, obviously, this is... 
not possible, but like a, ver- a version of this made earlier on, like because he goes through, he's gone through those cycles of the kind of characters he can play, and he's very like this is the point where he's in, yeah, but, he is a father and a son, but that's the thing, a father think, and, a, and a husband in all of his movies. I think had he done it earlier, it would be harder to lend the same emotional weight to the family dynamic. Yeah, it does feel like an idea that he's been wanting to do for a while, but I think it's just because eventually he realised his ideas like I think he, he it seems like he realised to an extent that his ideas were getting maybe a little stale and he, he just brings in collaborators and stuff that'll do the scripts yeah I don't know well I don't know yeah I, like it is I mean obviously we all did enjoy this movie like it's, it's good and the thing is this movie is not like any better regarded than most of his other movies like it's, yeah it did not do well yeah no. it's still not that which is like but then again it's good none of them are but yeah I, I don't know I think it's, I think it's I a would, good movie like I think it's I'd rather watch this his acting in this than his acting in some other movies even if I enjoyed some of those movies mm. bits of those movies more than I enjoyed bits of those I mean movies. the thing is it's it's also like that makes sense you watch like Happy Gilmore Billy Madison those are fun movies this movie this will hit you in the feels like mm. it is like it's a different experience um, yeah I, I was watching this with Emmett so that towards the end when it got very sad so the tone wasn't like I remember seeing in the past I didn't get particularly sad just because it was uh, a lighter See, I had someone come and sit down and watch the end of this movie because I was watching it in the lounge room at was home. Was he related to you? Yeah, my father came. Was and... it me? <laughs> <laughs> my father came and sat down and watched uh, like so the end of the movie. So the emotional weight went. But he also like yeah, he agreed it is. It's like it's quite sad. But dad also, dad's taste in movies is very hard to describe. It's basically whatever shows up first on his net on, when he logs into Netflix yeah, is father, what dad will watch. Our father watches Netflix like you surf channels on regular TV. He's not very discerning. Like he doesn't seem to uh, he doesn't seem to comprehend the idea that you have way more time to decide what you want to watch. Like you can just you He'll can just flick things. through. It's like his Netflix has a timer where it's like you've got five seconds to figure it out. Guys he approaches guys, Netflix the same way he approaches emojis. We should if they're there you gotta just watch them. We should do that. You should make a streaming you, service where you log in and you have you give in a cup and you have like five to seven seconds to choose that movie. It'd be like it'd be like an interesting way to watch a movie. Oh, like, like just flick date night. It'd be like, ready, know, ready. All right, uh, that one. I know what it's, I know what we should call it. Aboshi. <laughs> that's a very. That's an in joke that literally no one but you. Literally, may, maybe nobody will get it. I don't get it. It's perfect though. I'm it with you. I, it doesn't matter. Even if you knew what we're talking about, it's very hard to explain. Yeah, they make shit jokes. Um, it, there's a better name out there. Trust me. Oh, it's perfect. It, it is. It is. It is kind of perfect. Um, oh, speaking that of, also speaking, speaking of weird library, jokes, I looked at this. Even is, though he has Netflix, this is never going to slide into any other other conversations. But I just looked at this note, and it is a very weird joke in this movie. Where they're in the near future and they're talking about things that have happened, there is a crazy Michael Jackson joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's it's like, oh boy, you made it, you, you rolled the dice on that one. He's dead, guys. Yeah. He sued himself he's, for molesting. He's himself. dead, but also fucking quit it. We just like you don't need to do that. That was weird. He also is the first person to clone himself. Uh, um, as James Earl Jones is in this movie. Yeah, he narrates as he, he was in Benchformers as uh, as Darth, Darth Vader, Vader. Mm. and he's well, and he's in uh, this one. Hey, as as uh, Christopher Walken says, he does a lot of voiceover. He does do a lot of he yep. voiceovers everyone's life apparently as well. Like that's a lot of work. Was he like the Morgan Freeman before Morgan Freeman? I mean, I think he's still like that. Like he's the voice of CNN. He's the James L. Jones. Yeah, and has always been the James L. Jones of James L. Jones. <laughs> yeah, he's. Would you say Morgan he's Freeman? He's fucking Mufasa, dude. Yeah, man, he is. You can't compare him to Morgan Freeman. He's above Morgan Freeman. Hey guys, I mean, look. Yes. You work in an office. Yes. Yeah. Um, would you say you're the if, office slut? Yeah. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say, if, would, how would it go down if your boss were to call someone the office slut in a in a sexual harassment? If meeting? My boss was to call someone the office slut. Yeah. Uh, I would be very concerned 
if my if my boss were to do that, um, she is a lawyer who is very aware of what that would of what that would entail. I mean, this would have seemed way more strange in this if it wasn't David Hasselhoff. Yes, yes. <laughs> but would he's you, a ridiculous I, man. I want to go through the conversation that him and I had about David Hasselhoff because it's a bit. It happens a lot still in movies, despite his age. David Hasselhoff takes his shirt off a lot, and every time I'm just—he's a good-looking man. Yeah. But he's got such an interesting body because it's like it is like old Arnold Schwarzenegger, where it's like it's not—he doesn't have a gut. He's not like huge and fat, but it's like Emmett, Emmett described it as like like an aged strongman, <laughs> where it's like he's still kind of—he's like barrel-chested. Yes, but he's got—he's got like tits. Strong tits, as Emmett clarified. <laughs> that's how that's how I hope to look when I'm like fifty. He's just in, yeah, he's interesting looking. Yeah, he t- yeah. Uh, he yeah. I mean, he's just he's a strong old man. Basically, looks like a strong old man. He yeah. I, David, he, it is very fitting. For he him has to, a very interesting character arc too. It is interesting for him to end up with Jennifer Coolidge in this movie, which I have to say, I love Jennifer Coolidge is always. Great. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge is wonderful. I really like her, and it, that actually like Emmett wasn't there for that scene. He's like. I was like, yeah, David Hasselhoff's character ends up with Jennifer Coolidge, and he's like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that, that, actually, crazy. that actually is a good that fit. Flashback like, that flashback to that first kiss and what she was wearing, like a, butt, a ripped butt. Oh, Simpsons like the, the punk look. was like, wow. By the way, in that flashback, Kate Beckinsale, like, it's just even more so, it's just like, why would you be dating him? Like, yeah. honestly. And yeah. he even says that. Yeah, I think this is a continuing trend that we picked up. Adam is keep casting people. It's like, how? I mean, how why, why would you not? There's a high bar, though. <laughs> like... Um, also, guys, it, uh, for those of you who aren't aware, just by the name alone, Jennifer Coolidge is Stifler's mum. Now you know who that is. She's also in most of the Christopher Guest movies. You don't need to say anything about Stifler's mum. And she's Broke Girls. Yeah, Stifler's mum. Well, if people don't know that she's in the Christopher Guest movies and haven't seen them, I suggest to watch them because she's great in them. Yes, everyone is great in Christopher Guest movies. Guys, if you like Stifler's mum and Jim's dad, watch the Christopher Guest movies because they're better in those. <laughs> so, do you want to talk about Fat Sandler? Uh, hang on. I would like to talk about Fat Sandler. Can we, can we, there's a couple of things I want to touch <laughs> okay. on first. Um, I've got I've oh. got to say, we might need to address, because I feel like we've exhausted most of the plot details of this. I've got a lot to say. It's going to be very all over the place. Yeah, this kind Should of Should we just make... be throwing up whatever it is well, that I just we want to like talk about? Yeah. There's, some, there's some brief things as well while we're talking about, you know, the, 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 like the culture, the functions of the remote. Yeah. I just want to touch on some functions of the remote. There's a point early on where he uses picture-in-picture picture mode. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Makes no sense. Weird. It's magic. It's magic. I mean, okay. I actually, no. it actually never bothered me the consistency of it because it is very. It's, it's. Tw- I know. Like, it's just knowing it, knowing that the character was going to end up being like an angel. It's just all crazy divine yeah. magic. But like to me, picture picture mode would just be like he just sees something else that's happening in the world. Like maybe his kids upstairs. It or is something. confusing to figure out the way that everybody else perceives what he is doing. Apparently, there's never got, and apparently, it's never possible. There's any kind of tell that he's doing anything. Yes. Because even the jerking like reactions of him. Well, pausing no, and but playing then, things is never noticed. He, but nobody notices he's ever got he's, the remote. He's Can they laughing, see the remote? I don't know. He's laughing at like when he makes David Hasselhoff in like a different language, like he makes him in upwards in Spanish. I think. Yeah, and he's laughing at him and he's saying stuff in Spanish. I've no idea what they're saying. Because there could be, I don't speak well, there, could, there could be jokes in the fact that he changes David Hasselhoff's language and everybody else can tell. Yes, but that never happened. No, like, that's not it's, how it it's, works. He's the only one that's able to perceive any changes he makes. But then sometimes he's he is sometimes part of it. Like we fast forward to traffic. He is fast forwarding too, and he stops because he looks at the boobies. Yes, he goes to slow mo. He looks at some boobies in slow mo. He looks at some boobies in slow mo. Because um, yeah, that, that's also he, th- he. I did find that confusing. Can we just talk briefly about the scene where he goes out to dinner with the Japanese businessman? I know yeah. exactly what line you're going to talk about. Uh, okay, so he puts them in English so he can listen to what they're saying. Now, guys, uh, <laughs> Japanese people love TGI Fridays. TGI Fridays. I don't know if you know this about Japanese. People. Is it a real thing? I doubt it. It was quite good though. I did enjoy that. 
So they say, you know, we don't like. Basically, they're saying to each other, "This is what we want." So they come back to the table. He says, "Hey, why don't we just do this?" And proceeds to say exactly what they've just said, but back to them in English. Obviously, they're all quiet. And then, this is maybe the bit that I laughed the most at in the entire movie. They go quiet, and then, and one like the oldest Japanese man sitting at the table goes. Fuck yeah! <laughs> that's, not, that's not even the part that I thought you were going to talk about. I took two things away from that. Because I scene. love that. First of all, there's a very kind of buried line at one point where they're talking about. Um, oh, it's kind of dick. It's kind of no, dick. No, well, no, 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 yeah. before that. They're talking about. Um, the wet, they're like, what about like a wet t shirt contest thing? And, and then um, David Hasselhoff goes, uh, Boob water's got to go somewhere, Michael. And I was like, what? Yeah, that's that's the, <laughs> no, that's the Prince of Ibu bit. Oh, yeah, that yeah, is. The, that, that's the Prince of Ibu bit. I'm. Going back. He's, he's right though. Boob water does have to go somewhere. It does have to go somewhere. It's just like any water. It's very convenient that he just lifts out the, the, the thing and just like pokes a hole in the ground. Goes there. You go. You got to. You got to fucking. Basically, you've got a big old pool that women can stand in and get water dumped on them. Yeah, but yeah, then there is. Guys, the bit, this movie is very progressive. But yeah. then there is the bit later on, yeah, where they're like, "These guys are so boring. I want to chop <laughs> my yeah. dick off." Yeah, which is an interesting choice. Mean Japanese men. Maybe, maybe that's supposed to counterbalance the fact. That that little Asian boy does not like oh, Adam oh, Sandler. You mean, you mean Ping Wu? The one who hate. I hate that man. That's fair. My my dad's not my real dad. He ruined that kid's life. He does. But yeah, there's just a bit where he's like, no, <laughs> I, no, I hate that I man. Think, I think that kid is overly dramatic. He's very overly dramatic. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Also, his name is Ping Wu. Do they say his name? I don't yeah, remember that. His Ping Wu. It's like isn't that a TV show about a penguin? That's Pingu. Uh, also, maybe, maybe racist. Yeah, it's maybe racist. Uh, but but no, the fact no, is it's that, not. The name sounds similar. How is that racist? But it's be- because penguins. Morgan, it's racist towards penguins. Oh, I, I, I just do have to say before we breeze right past that idea of you know I'm so bored of these guys. They're so boring. Chuck my different. I'd like to ask if anybody is listening to the podcast and they don't care for it and they're going to insist on giving us a negative review, at least use that. Yes. Um... Man, that really took the steam out of yeah, it. Yeah, uh, okay, give us a positive review, guys. thinking about jumping my dick off. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Okay. No, yeah, yeah, no, seriously, give us a positive review. So, hey, hey, hey what do you... Okay, so there's a point where he goes back in time and, like, uh, he's, like, he goes back... First of all, he sees himself at, like, summer camp, I think, at one point. The kid that plays him as younger nails the facial expression of disgust. Oh, he's great. Nails he's a it. great choice for young Sam. He sounds like him. I as think well. most of the casting with age did really well. Yeah. Also, and like, his son as well. I mean, oh, I don't, his son. I don't uh, like uh, when is when, when his is, son is the last iteration. I mean, when yeah. is Jonah Hill going to look like that other guy? Which I wrote his name down. Uh, I don't think he's ever going to look like Jake Hoffman, but he is. Wait, a- wait, Jake Hoffman? You sure it's not Jack Hoffman? <laughs> But Shut up, Lou. <laughs> Jack Hoffman, when Emmett was watching this, he just couldn't stop reacting to the fact that if you actually listen to his voice, like his son, sounds, yeah. he sounds, yeah. sounds exactly yeah. like Adam He looks heaps like him. Because he's Jewish. Whoa! Well, we don't know that he's Jewish. He, he is. <laughs> he's definitely he's Jewish. He's for sure Jewish. Um, Should I talk about that now? No, not yet. Should we talk, uh, we talk no, about... I just want to talk a little bit more about... So he goes back, he goes to the making of and sees his parents doing it. And yeah. then skips forward, and there's some jokes about the fact that he has a real small dick. Apparently, I yes, don't like tiny. Shirt. I don't like it felt, the way, it felt weird. No, I don't like the way that his parents look when it shows them in the past. I can't think. I think it's just prosthetics on Julie Kavner, but she is unpleasant looking when it shows her. I mean, she's also giving birth and pulling strange faces. But then, but you know, there's the bit where okay, talking about the make jokes about his penis. Then, yes. then later he on, he says, "My penis." Got he bigger. just randomly says that. Like, how would you feel if like your, your son, who's like 30 years old, is just like, "Hey guys, just so you know." My penis got bigger since when I was a baby, and they're like, and their reaction is 
totally normal, and they were like, it and, couldn't have got any smaller. And then, and then Henry Winkler says it looks like a tic tac. And then, and then Adam, Adam Sandler says, "Probably <laughs> I'll freshen your breath." Did he just threaten to forcibly fuck his dad in the yeah. mouth? He's like, "Hey, not hey, he did though. Hey, he's, not, he's like, come in, not forcibly. Hey, quit it, forcibly, quit it, old man. TikTok. I'll put my dick in your mouth. <laughs> that's, that's forcibly. That's forcibly doing it's it. It's like that as an old character. Hey, 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 I'll suck your cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that not, I've got nothing else to say about that. It's Unless good enough sketch. His so. dad. Wants to do it, it's going to be forcible. <laughs> well, while we're talking about stuff like this, I have a thing I definitely want to bring up, and it's never going to come up at any other point. Okay. When when we talked about it a while ago, talking about uh, when he's giving her the massage and he's trying to have sex with his wife, um, she says at one point, she says, "I'll be the duck, and you, you can, can be, be the duck." No, can no. Be- she said, "I'll be the I'll be the duck this time, and you can be I'll implying be the- that the other time I'll be the duck this time," which uh, gives me. She pegs it. Brings up two, yeah, brings up two <laughs> questions. First of all, is she saying, hey, you can fuck me in the ass? Because it's established that the dog fucks the duck in the ass at a point earlier on where she says, hey, I've got to fix this butthole. It's a hole in the butt. But the other, yeah, but the other thing is, yeah, is there a swap of it? Does she occasionally fuck him in the ass? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Question asked and answered. One one line says a whole lot about their relationship. It says hey, so many things about their relationship. They're very progressive. Dude, I, dude I'd like Kate Beckinsale to beg me. Yeah, probably. But speaking of sex in this movie, do you guys see all those grossos that he fucked? That was just a very... It, I mean, this does have that... It, and it has that super boring and weird movie approach to sex where it's always just like... Where he's just like, he's got the same moves. It's like, why do all That guys, weird VFX shadow is weird. But why do well? all guys, like guys, like especially middle-aged... I mean, I guess I've never been married for like 10, 15 years. Why do they I feel like this is really? going to go... I feel like this is going in a direction that's going to be entertaining. Keep going. Why do they always hate the idea of foreplay? Why is it such a chore to them? Now, what do you mean by that? Like... Just the idea of okay, like he's in like what sense? She's like she's like hey, build up, and yes. he's and he's like oh, I've only got like, a couple of moves. It's like why do they always act like it's just it's just a rote thing they have to go through, and then I get to put my penis inside of a woman. It's like isn't that part of it for more people? It confuses me. Well, I think that depends on 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 what type of foreplay we're talking. Hey, is it time well, for is it time for Chewy's fuck tips? <laughs> <laughs> but I just. It feels so common for me in <laughs> movies for them to disregard the idea of foreplay. It's like, do, do that many guys just, they literally just, just want to, they just want to, it's, I guess it is like that, it's like that scene in Wolf of Wall Street where it's a bunch of very non-erotic uh, sex scenes where it's just old gross men going like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> I think, yeah, well I think, at, I've been, I don't know, I've not been married either. I, th- I think it's just that, yeah, he sees it as kind of a chore. Like, he's got he's to give her a massage. You know, he's got he's to give her a massage so she gets, you know, all lubed up for him. So he can put it in her. I don't know. Are you, are you, do you... <laughs> I'd be much more... Oliver's face when I said that was real good. No, I was thinking about having sex with Kate Beckinsale and have the fact that I'd be a million percent more energetic. Yes, well... And Look, she appreciates your effort. She it's, would. It's, she'd like it. I think she'd that, like it a lot. Kate, give me a call. I don't think you're married to that guy that makes Underworld anymore. <laughs> What's I think name? I know what you're basing that on, too. <laughs> Len Wiseman. It is true. He's. Um, it, it doesn't matter that he's an attractive guy in his 40s. They're not married anymore. <laughs> Len Wiseman. Didn't care does, for the does sex parties. throw sex parties? I think he does. I, I think heard, they all I've do. heard it through the grapevine that he throws a lot of sex parties. And Kate wasn't into it. She wasn't into um, it. May, oh, yeah, maybe Kate... Doesn't like me yet. 
I was going to make a comment. I was going to. I was just going to say. I have nothing else to say. There's a thing Morgan said earlier that is a. It's it's sort of something that that gets said a bit that I don't know that I agree with, which is you know, oh, for every like hot girl, there's a guy who's sick of her shit, which is like, I mean, it's a very. It's a, it's a, like, a, it's like a kind say, of like weird. I was being devil's advocate. No, I know. I know. It's, a, it's a vaguely misogynistic. No, it's, it's, uh, it's a weird say. approach to a relationship. Yes. Because, uh, like, if you're sick of someone's shit, maybe you should be in that relationship. Yeah, maybe uh, you... You know, like, you got ups and downs, swings and roundabouts, but maybe, ultimately you should probably enjoy being with the person. Also, maybe you have shit that they're sick but of. But the point it's is... It's compromised, The point fellas. is uh, that maybe that's kind of the thing here is that, that I'm saying... Like, we've talked a lot about this. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe enough at this point, but I feel like, yeah, the point is... Oh, while I was watching this movie, if there was anything that was very present in the front of my mind, it's the idea of having sex with Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> that's fair. That's very fair. Uh, which then Sean Astin does later, presumably. Yeah, he does, but he, I guess it, it, it does tie into the fact that, like, um, he just, he doesn't see, yeah, he doesn't care about going through it. Like, he seems very bored of his life in a lot of ways. Like, he also, he has no pride in his work. Like, he actively wants to skip every part of his work. He has a creative job in this. He's an architect. They make... Does he have no interest okay, in so actually designing any of the buildings? Maud makes a very good point, which is uh, the leprechaun on the cereal box Yeah, you know, is trying to find the end of the rainbow and it's just cornflakes, which is... It's just cornflakes. When you think about what he's cornflakes, doing... Cornflakes are dope. What is his end game here? It's like a dog chasing what, a car. What aspect of his life is he not skipping? Like, what is he trying to achieve? What is he trying to skip to? Yeah. It's unclear, like, oh, he wants to, you know, get a promotion, but it's like, but he wants to be in this position. It's like, okay, but you've skipped all the work that got you there. It's like, and then what? Yeah. But that's the other thing. It is really a scathing indictment on the architecture industry because in autopilot mode, he becomes uh, architect of the year in front of... In charge of a huge architecture firm. It's like, I don't know about you, he would do some pretty average architecture no, work well, I think, autopilot no, I think, mode. No, but I think the idea of, if you look at it, the idea of autopilot mode is not just him, like, running on, like, 50% or something. It's just, based on the way he is normally, it continues that. But he still acts his, like a fully fleshed out person yeah, based on well, what we do see. not really, because the way he talks to people, he's super No, when he's talking to his dad, when he's like, I know how it goes well. But no, 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 so the first time at the dinner, he sounded zombie-ish. But then later on, it was just like, with his dad, it's like, oh no, that's a real person. Yeah, it's it, just, it, it, that's it's, a real it's, person. That's the, way, that's the way that he's chosen to approach things previously. It's basically, imagine, it's, it's an extremely stunted, stagnated person. It's like, basically, it's a per- the, the, the idea of him imagine going if, through an yeah, autopilot yeah. is... Basically, there's, there's no, no, there's no personal growth. Yeah. There's, there's no, no personal growth. Yeah. It's, I guess I guess that is true. The way that he's used the remote, if the remote is programming and learning from his actions, yes. it's, it's learnt that he is just driven, he just wants to advance yeah. his career, and that's what it's doing. So basically, yeah, it's just, he goes through life, yeah, without learning anything from his experiences, just being the same way the whole time. Whereas a real person, of course, would, you know, probably stop wanting to be so focused on their career as time went on, and yeah. they'd fa- we'd be with their family more. Speaking of their family, we have touched on the fact that Jonah Hill is his son when they first grows up. Uh, his daughter is very pretty, very pretty girl. And in the time skip again, we've got uh, what was his name? You've already said it, Jake Hoffman. Jake Hoffman. Uh, Jack Hoffman. And uh, Jack his Hoffman. daughter, his daughter grows up to be Laurel Lance, uh, yeah. who's just stunning. What's she? Uh, what's she from Arrow? Arrow. Okay. Uh, uh, Kate Cassidy. She's Katie oh boy, Cassidy. she's very good looking as well. Uh, as is the wife. She's of is? Spoiler alert for Arrow. Maybe cut that out, Morgan. That is, that is a thing. Not that everyone's I- watched all of Arrow. You should probably be. I didn't even say a name. I didn't say. Yo, fucking hell! I didn't hear what you said. I also don't care about Arrow. But yeah, but speaking of of the relationship with his children, Emmett did have a few things to say about. Like, it is weird the way that he. I guess it is pretty not like he does have, like it's, 
it's heartfelt, but it is pretty cut and dry father-son relationship, father-daughter relationship. Well, Where with the son, he just wants to spend more time with him. He's kind of in his footsteps. He never appreciates him. Then with the daughter, it's just always about how he doesn't want her to be with boy. Yeah, and, and and but even to the point that she de- even though when he first sees her, not knowing who she is, he immediately sexualizes. Yes, her. exactly. But and the fact that he goes, yeah, and no one can touch her except for you. It's like I th- I know what you meant, but that sounds very weird. Very weird. But then. Like right at the end when she's she's been on his bedside yes. for a very like, like it's like thirty six thirty six hours or something they say and then but still when he's leaving he's just calling for his son like he just doesn't feel like no, he gives because, a shit about his daughter no he, the only reason he got up out of bed was his son was like I'm he's gonna skip his honeymoon. my honeymoon oh, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. that was the thing that's like, true he did, he, he, he would see his son following in his footsteps and that's what it's, provoked it's it, classic yeah. cats in the cradle guys. Yeah. Fats in the cradle. So, that uh, is a sad song. So let's 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 talk about Fat Sandler. Fat Sandler. He, he gets oh well the first time it shows him because he's basically like he's not wearing a shirt or anything. It's very clearly another person like it's a real person. It's his face. And, 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 and the lighting and looks, is wrong. It looks very. And wrong. then it's a fat suit when he's yes, wearing that yes. future. When he's wearing clothes. That future suit. Yeah. yeah. That would be a in the distant future of 2017. He was wearing a weird. They must. They have to make them now. Yeah. Exactly. Just like they got they made Hollywood two years ago. But everyone else was wearing normal clothes. Except for his daughter, his daughter's wearing. Pretty, he's but pretty, then, like later on in the future, they ditch that style. It was weird. I don't know, Morgan. There might be some kind of uh, problem in the future where they can't get enough of the materials for clothes. There's a bit of a shortage. So if you are above this weight, this is all you can wear, and this is all we're going to make for you. We're not going to give you options because we don't have enough material, Fatso. What is this, Black Mirror? Come on. I haven't seen Black Mirror. Oh really? I, I, still, I, still, haven't, one of I still haven't seen. Nice Black point of reference, Morgan. <laughs> yeah, fuck I'm you, so, Morgan. I'm, sorry, I'm sure every other person. Who's fuck you, Aboshi. Yeah, fuck you, Morgan, for watching what I only know as a very popular and widely watched. <laughs> fuck TV you, show. Morgan, for a show that's on my Netflix Netflix clue, but fucking hell, is on my Netflix queue, but I haven't got around to yet. Yeah, whatever. Nobody's seen that. So, uh, one thing this future did get right. Fucking the rise of Voss water bottles. Oh, okay. Am I right? So I was here when Morgan was watching the end of this movie, and he goes, and the Voss water. I was like, oh, Voss water. I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's. I don't understand. Voss no, water. I don't either. It's. I said, yeah, overpriced water. And he goes, oh, that was a future vision. I said, well, I mean, they had Voss water they in did, 2006, they? and Morgan goes, no, they didn't. I said, well, they did. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been in this movie. They didn't invent they, they it. They saw for the clay. future. That would be amazing, though, right? What if if, if, if popularized Voss water? Wait, no. If if the person who then created Voss water watched it and goes, that bottle with Voss on it, I'm gonna actually just make that and make lots of money. Emma made a good point about Voss water. I hate um, like bottled Why? water. No, but bottle, glass. Why bottle, glass bottles? Bottled water is a big problem. I do like drinking glass. Glass. glass bottles actually isn't a bad idea because of the fact that glass is infinitely recyclable. That's the only good thing about Voss but, water. I mean, the, pro- use... the problem with it is that it's premium. You don't need to premium and have tiers of levels of water. Is it... It's all water. Is it presumably... All of which are just come it's out of the fucking tap. The is it presumably so you can reuse the water bottle, yeah? Yeah. It's a, but... it's a status thing. People, it's, it's gonna... fancy to have but a like, water bottle. But if you're going to put water in your bag or your handbag, I don't want to put glass in there because if it breaks, I'm going to get water all I over my stuff. I think it's thick glass. Yeah, even so, it still breaks more than yeah, plastic does. I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I don't get it. It's weird. I did bottled water in general is just a problem. I like drinking from glass water bottles if they've been in the fridge. I drink exclusively nice. from my huge drink bottle, plastic drink bottle. Yeah, but you're so. a fucking weirdo. I drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of water. Oh yeah, no, I admit drinking out of glass is nice, but don't bottle water, guys. I drink room. Te- I drink room temperature water from a plastic bottle at all times. That sums you up perfectly. Oh. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Room temperature water from a two liter. It's not warm. Like if it's warm, I'll put some ice on or something. But typically, like it's you know, it's just you not, it's not chilled. No fuss. Hydration. Dude, I don't Dude. drink chilled Dude, water. Dude, that's your new Tinder bar. Luke Palmer. Room temperature water. 
We'll no, just room I don't because I don't drink because chilled water is like I, I I I like like just it's just it goes down easier. It's just room temperature. I I did. I'm not, all about like just, are, I will, I, I I literally I drink a lot of fucking. I've water had a lot ice. of conversations about two liter bottles with people because you do it. There's a couple of people at work and it's like I don't understand it. Just refill your bottle and and someone bought, someone bought no, a it's ton, not. someone bought a ton. that two liter bottle. I'll go to the gym. I'll be at the gym for like two hours and I'll be almost finished with that bottle by the end. Don't have to refill it once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's you interrupted huge. his story. It doesn't matter. I just realized as you're saying that, not worth telling. I'm not going to tell it. It's it's a very good size. Sure. It's a bit too big. I disagree. It's a bit big. Uh, what are we going to talk about next? You just well, can't lift it, buddy. You need some heavy bubbles. The note that I'm looking at right now, um, I meant to say it earlier when we, talk, when we talk about the fact that uh, Christopher Walken is the angel of death. Yes. I don't remember that reveal being so strange. He's literally just, I'm the angel of death. Well, also... It's very it's also It should be very obvious to him almost immediately that he's not human because hmm. he constantly appears hmm. he doesn't age at all as time progresses but he never really questions until that, that point towards the very end where he's in his father's grave who are you? he's like I'm the angel of death yeah she's like yeah of course he is because like he's, there's def- he's definitely not human I've got to say I, and I do really like the character and Christopher Walken's a great choice because um, he's just always like he's very mild mannered and he seems like he's fully um, like supportive and nice but then, in retrospect, he becomes very sinister. Hmm. Just the way that um, I thought well, there's it was like a character. one bit where he goes to like Bed Bath and Beyond, and it's like boom, lightning and darkness. Like, man, they made that look real sinister and creepy all of a sudden. Yeah, like, oh. it, but he's he's so unfeeling. Where he's like, yeah, I'm the angel of death. This is what I do. Were we done with uh, the fat sample stuff, by the way? Because when the time skips again, uh, he's not fat anymore. Yeah, because he got stone cold cancer followed by a heart attack. But which is some rough business. He's got a. Big old flap. Big, big old stomach flap. Big tongue of skin. Now, uh, as... It's a point in this movie where there's a few... Actually, no, I'm thinking of Jingle All The Way, which I also watched today. I had some very overzealous folly work with okay. sounds were too loud. Now, uh, as people who know me personally, and I believe it's come up before on this podcast, I used to be a fat guy. Uh, I'm not anymore. And, like, I got a little bit of loose good, skin. Good job, Luke. But... Yeah, that's, that's the whole point. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for congratulating me. I'm done with this story. I just told it as Oliver has just done, rather patronisingly. Patty. The point is, <laughs> I looked at that and went... I mean, I got, like, it's pretty serious. He's, he's, oh he wasn't that fat, though, when it showed him. He must have gotten... He had to have gotten bigger. So, yeah, for that much loose skin, he must have lost... It must have been, like... Like it also probably it. well yeah I think they say that he got be a problem I thought you can just get rid of it like it's yeah. not, it's not they just remove that skin but, but yeah you just remove it but like there's skin like you get rid of all of it at once I do like, know I know that um, it's like yeah they'll remove it but you also have to like you have to be very careful as well because like if you get that surgery you basically need to be careful not to gain or lose too much any more, too much more weight because it'll fuck it up yeah I think but like also it's I don't know I mean yeah, you can get the loose skin removed, and then, but also, if you if you did it, like you couldn't exercise. I mean, he seems to have had a pretty perilous, crazy yeah. years. Oh like, yeah, he was I mean, sick for like he, eight years. Yeah, well, I mean, he skips ten years because of a promotion, and then he skips six years. Six or eight six. years because he six, was, six, wasn't six. properly healthy a single day. He says six, yeah, because he uh, he hit his head. They found out he had cancer. He got had a heart attack. He, he he gained weight during chemo. Had a heart attack through that. So it took six years for him to be properly healthy again. Crazy. It's yeah, it's insane. So. Uh, some of the other things I want to mention are... Is, uh, is the implication that all of those things are still going to happen to him again? Like, he's going to know that... Well, I would have said no because it was a dream sequence, but then... Yeah. I don't... No, it's not clear. He has the power to change it. It's yeah. ambiguous. Well, yeah, but he... I mean, he has, he has the power to go in early and get his brain looked at, his head looked at to make sure he doesn't, like, to the early stages of cancer or whatever, but, like, I don't, I don't know how cancer works, guys. I'm not a doctor, so... We're not doctors. No. 
Alright, so... Uh, uh, the, by the way, the cranberries are in this movie. We're going very fast. Yeah, it was, a, was that an actual cranberry? I wrote that down. Wait, the, the Linger by the Cranberries. The, the Cranberries were the band. Yeah, yeah the Cranberries were actually in Is that cranberry? That's a great song. Linger is a great song, as is Zombie, as a... Yeah, a good band. Speak... Uh, do you have anything specific to say? Because I do have some things to say about the music in this movie. Oh, I just want to also mention... Um, there's a number of dogs in this movie. Some good uh, dogs. He gets another dog at the end, and I'm pretty sure it's Motta Ball, because I think Meatball had died at this point. It was the other way around. I thought, yeah, I thought you were talking about that, because there's a papillion as well. But he brings in the bulldog, and I'm yeah. pretty sure that's... Motta or Meatball, whichever one... Is it papillion? I don't know. Papillon? I have no it's idea. Probably not Papillon. Anyway. But that, that dog, the little tiny little one, yeah. has one of those perfect, fantastic dog reaction shots, where it's something happens that is a little bit strange, and the dog goes like... and puts its paw over its face... I love that. Those are well-trained dogs as well, because they will fuck that duck on command. Oh, yeah. Fuck a duck. But also, (laughs) the thing that I found very upsetting is the bit later on where, um, I don't remember what point it is, I don't remember what dog it is, it's where the dog is having sex with the duck, but it's just it's letting the third dog, and it's making the it's dog. It's letting do all the, the duck work. do all the work, and it's like that's so unpleasant to watch. Because those dogs, those dogs don't know what they're doing. Like dogs only have sex doggy style. Like that dog is not actually that trying to is... fuck that duck. It's based on instinct. That, no, no dog is that ever... dog is having missionary sex with that duck. No dog is ever going to do that, and that's crazy. It's having missionary sex, <laughs> like, and that's also the dog that Christopher Walken says good job to. A, a dog which, is never so, going to have lazy which, missionary no, sex with a dog. Animal. Which to me would tell me that Christopher Walken's Angel of Death, Mort, sexually is into the woman doing all the work. Dude, he's an angel. He's pretty horny throughout this whole movie. <laughs> you don't know what he's into. Which just doesn't sit well because according to Dogma, angels don't have genitals. So it's very confusing. Oh, there is that. Well, I reckon he definitely does have a dick though. Because there is one point where he's. And I wrote a note about this. Emma and I both commented on it. He's sitting down and he's like this, and he's got really tight pants on. Oh, he's got yeah. like a huge bolt. And I was Wait, like, does, oh. does Chris Walker have a big dick? He might. He's got a big schmeckle. <laughs> it's like 50 tick Schmeckle feels like it could only apply to a small penis. Calling a large penis a schmeckle feels like He's got schlong. a big schlong. Schlong. It's schlong. It's schlong. Schmeckle is little penis, schlong is big penis. Yeah. All right. So okay, are, no, I'm, okay, yeah, I'm done. I, I'm, yeah, no, I did want to say far actually, in time. Well, I did want to say something about. There's probably a lot to edit out of this one, but I wanted probably to talk, not. I wanted to talk about music because this was something that was delightful, and Emma and I really enjoyed watching this movie. We put subtitles on. Yes. And there's something about. Sometimes the, it doesn't know. It says question mark. <laughs> I don't. I that. we really enjoyed the way that I don't know if this is a common thing with movies, but the way that it approached music is every time there was music, it would have question marks around the song, so it just sounds like a person that's really unsure. And that's what it was. I thought the question it was okay. No, depending on what you're watching it on, I think the question marks would show up as little uh, note emojis. Yeah, yeah. But Emmett, I thought it was just it didn't know what the song was. Emmett was delighted about this, and every time he just kept reading the subtitles as if it was a person that's just like it's really enjoyable. And then every time it just has music with no sound, it just has the question mark. So it's almost like the guy that wrote the subtitles is like, oh, this. I don't know. There's like. There's sound, but it doesn't—it doesn't sound like dialogue. It's like someone that doesn't know what music is. Like, oh, they're talking, but they're being weird about it. I'll, I'll put some question marks in there. So segment time. Hey, that's right. It's the Covert Allen Report, where we report on whether or not Alan Covert I, is I in this movie. Honestly, don't know. I uh, don't think he is. If you don't, don't know who Alan Covert. Is at this point. Uh, listen to every other. Listen to all the episodes, but also uh, he's the star of Grandma's Boy. Uh, he's the caddy in Happy Gilmore. He's just a frequent collaborator. He's in Little Nicky as a weird neighbor. But he's not in this movie. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, 
So not in it, not even as a writer or whatever, because he was a writer for Benchwarmers, yeah, which we touched on last week. Was just there, there wasn't not, really any of the Sand crew. Not involved in this film. Yeah, I think this the is sand, where, the Sand lot. I think he started to sort of move away from them a bit because this is where Kevin James is going to start being in it more. I think. By the way, the guy Frank Crouch who directed this also directed. Um, he's directed Zookeeper and Here Comes the Boom. Well, we've got those films Here to look forward to. Also, uh, Blended in Ridiculous Six. Well, we've got Which those I don't have high hopes for, but he seems like a good director. Blended's got Drew Barrymore in it, though, so maybe it's okay. Yeah, I guess we'll start. They do have great out. chemistry. But yeah, not in this movie. That's a shame. Um, however. Respect. This movie does pass the Bechdel test. Now, the Bechdel test, I'm only going to touch on this briefly. Bechdel test is uh, where you have two female characters with names having a conversation about something other than a man. Uh, Kate Beckinsale and Jennifer Coolidge discuss pre- uh, plastic surgery briefly. I believe there's also some points where. Kate Beckinsale speaks with Julie Kavner or maybe with the daughter in whichever form she is in. But it does. Only, at the same time, I wouldn't say that it's, you know, a triumph of feminism. Um, There's still some weird stuff in it as there is in all of them. But the fact is it does pass, so you've got to give it to it there. Um, So good writing. Good job, Click, uh, for for not being shit in that sense. And that's about all I have to say about that. Click, boom. We're not going to have trivia because Chris isn't here. So I think that's... No, we've got trivia. Oh, we've got trivia? Yeah. Delightful. Chris is here. I've just locked him up. And Chris is going to... Chris has written me some trivia. Chris is going to... Yeah, Chris has whispered some trivia. Uh, did, he, did he write an intro for his trivia section for you? Um, uh, yeah, no, we'll just, can we'll I have a look? We'll, we'll, do, we'll do the I'll music. I'll just have a look. I'll just have a look. Sometimes the same things the way that Chris does. Yeah, but you were just going. That's I think Chris will appreciate my effort. Nah, describe the movie the way that Emmett did. He was like, he's he's just skipping everything. Like, yeah. So this week in Morgie's trivia corner, that's right. I'm taking over. Shut up. Coin trink that Henry Winkler does in the movie is something the actor does in real life. Tall man. Ooh. How do you do your ooh? Ooh. Uh, that was it was life. As of 2010, this is Adam Sandler's highest-grossing film at the international box office. 2000. Wait, this movie came. Oh, so this is like after it came out. So obviously. as of 2010. Yeah, 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 okay. So I don't know how it was. That was like changed. six years ago. Oh, the young. It's a little Michael. So, um, is yeah, Kate Beckinsale's daughter Lily Moe Sheen? That's a. I guess Fatboy Slim uh, film clip. What's well, uh, weapon, weapon of choice? Weapon of choice. Yeah. I mean, all of Fatboy Slim's film clips are worth watching. What's the other one? It's that mob one. Cool. No idea what I'm turned down. The part of Donna Newman. Uh, Lauren Lauren Graham is Lorelai Gilmore for those who are playing at home. Well, that is Graham, but very similar. I would say Kate Beckinsale is uh, quite a bit more attractive than. Yeah, but no offense to either. No offense to the name Donna, but Kate Beckinsale's not a Donna. Yeah, I thought that was a weird name choice. Hey, if she's attractive, she's not really anything like Kate Beckinsale in terms of the way she looks. Oh, yeah, yeah. This one may imply a lot of. uh, Look, we'll just do this because it saves money. And Mel, John Lovett's home in the Benchwarmers that we watched last Oh, week. like the really nice, like, sort of... S- yeah, so same year. Manhouse. Um, um, what was it? A Schmegma Mansion? Ugh. Or Chateau. Is Michael is Voss sparkling artesian water yeah, we from know. Norway. Yeah, we know. We've covered that, Morgan. It's trivia. Ah! That was a shit high five. Really shit high five. Hey, insert, insert a better high five sound. I'm going to put a five. That, that was a one. good high five. That was really that might have, like, If he ended that, that, that was a fucking good high five. Nah, I'm going to put a five. So, uh, one last little bit. Not that interesting. There's a lot of that isn't interesting. If it's not interesting, don't read. But uh, Adam Sandler played Michael Newman in this film, along with David Hasselhoff as John Hammer in Night Rider. Ooh! <laughs> Wait, what? what is that? I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand that at all. It's not trivia. 
That was Michael. that was yeah. so trivial. Hey. Uh, well, this is trivia. It's not like GTA Five. It's got a character called Michael in it. Uh, there's a movie yeah, called Michael starring. There's a movie called Michael starring. Uh, Two movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kevin Bacon's in movies too. Can, One degree of separation. Continue. That's enough trivia, right? We're done. You got a review for us? though? got a couple of reviews. Oh, reviews, if you want. I feel like we've gone long this episode. Do we, we have? Let's not Christopher Segment. Good name. That's cr- oh, that Christopher Segment. Mm, no. Shut up! You don't get to be that picky. No. Um, Guys, Oliver has a list of names that he just likes. Delightful list. Of like names. How many names are on that list now? Coming up on 130. Fuck me. Yeah, it's too many. It's a lot of names. Hey, they're you all they're all they're all middling at best. Look, <laughs> look, if you ever need names for things, don't ask me then. I mean, it's not like I haven't got a great list of names. We are currently in the process of trying to think of a name for something. These are all so, people's names. Yeah, they're all yeah, people's well names. Yeah, well then, okay. Like then Larry Shorts. We considered using one of them and then thought better of it because it wasn't good. <laughs> all right. So uh, next week, well, thank you for watching yes. this. Oh, are we going to talk about whether or not we recommend watching this? Oh, yeah I, yeah. I actually really yes. do recommend watching Is that, this. When did that become a thing that we do? do we, we started that? doing it, we stopped, we brought it back. I, okay. I did actually, I just want to do this episode because yeah. it's, it's good. And I feel like that is like... I realize if you haven't seen this episode students. has been long and meandering because I've actually wanted to say most of the things oh, I've written yeah, down because I enjoyed this. If you hadn't seen this and you listened to this episode, I feel like it would have made less sense. So maybe go watch the movie and then listen to the episode again. Yeah. And it'll make sense and we get more listens. Is that how it works? No. Okay. <laughs> we, we get more scrubbles. <laughs> We're going to call up. it. Gonna hold <laughs> All right. So thanks, guys. Uh, what's up next week? We're doing Rain Over Me next week. Okay. Oh, I haven't seen that, I but I've seen heard it's either. very good. Yeah, that's a really serious Rain movie. spelt R-E-I-N-G-N. Yes. Yeah. It has to do like, with... Um, like kings and stuff. has to do like with kings. a guy who loses his family, I think, in the... In 9-11. 9-11, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be heavy stuff. Oh, yes. Heavier than this movie. And Don Cheadle's in it. Don Cheadle is a very good actor. This, this is going to be similar he's, to... He's Club, uh, better than Terrence Howard. I mean... I don't want to get into that. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of things we could say about Terrence Howard. We don't have time to talk about that. Oh, can we please talk about Terryology? No. No, no there is something there. That's, that's a whole there other thing. Terrence Howard, no. Howard podcast, Terryology. Fuck off. <laughs> there are two things I briefly, very briefly want to touch on before we finish. Uh, first of all, uh, I mentioned it uh, maybe a couple weeks ago. I don't know, maybe it was last week. I don't remember. Uh, the Save Brendan Fraser movement is gathering steam. Uh, there are just some subreddits devoted to him. Uh, ask, uh, the underscore Brendan is one of them. Uh, it's in danger of turning into a Tom Cruise hate I'm page. So a post I saw today was just uh, trying to basically make Tom Cruise seem bad. It had 23,000 upvotes on Reddit, which is significant even with the changed algorithm. Please get on board. Sign the petition. We want Brendan Is there Fraser an actual physical movies. position? Yes, there is. Want, I'm all about that. Yeah. We'll post it on Reddit, our page. Yeah, I'm behind that. Like, I feel like... Yeah, the spirit of his movies. We could very easily do a Brendan Fraser podcast as well, called uh, Brendan Fraser. I barely knew her. <laughs> <laughs> also, the what about what about Fraser's to stunt? What? Uh... I, I actually, I just the barely knew her is because it's maybe the worst use of that joke ever. Uh, one last thing as well, uh, uh, a new favorite recurring segment that I'm sure the audience loves, Despicable Luke. Still haven't watched Minions, guys. We'll keep you updated. You didn't really try. Thanks for listening. Um, one last thing. Uh, check us out on the social medias. Oh we yeah. Have- we have a. Uh, we've got a shout out for uh, another. We another, have a Patreon. Patreon so go if you want to. We've got a couple of rewards. We can get a shout out, which is what we're going to do in a second. You can get a signed picture of us boys. <laughs> Fuck those. Uh, the, the middle. That's the highest one at the moment. The middle one is send in a question, we'll answer it. I'm going to add a new one where I've recently got a hold of. We recorded oh, we our first through. ever meeting. We went Why are we going to signatures? We don't even know that people want to give us money. Why do we think they want our signature? Who are we? So I'm going to edit the original edit, like, podcast zero, 
and put that up. Point five the, podcast. Point five. Point five. Which is where we go that'll for be it. available for Patreon as well very shortly. If you but hey, but now we got a shout out. This person donated a dollar. Yeah, they they've been on the show actually. But yeah, uh, so big old shout out to. to uh, I mean, the sorry, the Eggman himself. Thanks, yeah. thanks, 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 thank for you, the, Do that so I had to do a really long beep. Yeah. Yep. Alright. See you later, guys. Rain on. Oh, oh, rain on rain. rain. <laughs> I'm gonna go chop me dick off. <laughs>